I've still got a bit of a buzz on me anyway. Cool. Well, ride that, man. Ride it out. We're, we, we count on you. Cool. It's already annoying. But I got home from work and could immediately tell I'm like tipsy. A little bit too. <laughs> yeah, a little bit tipsy and I'm a bit annoying. Okay. <laughs> you guys, you guys heard that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Heard okay. That. They heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome or welcome back to What You Playing at your number one source for none of your gaming needs. I'm joined as always by my good boy, Koi. Hello. Hello, Koi. And making the return appearance yet again. Big it up, big it up. Our <laughs> title contender for number one guest so far. I am the poo that just won't flirt. <laughs> In so many ways. Yeah, we have our good friend Steve back. How you doing, Steve? I'm fantastic. Things are hectic in Luxembourg. It is the deadline of annual accounts and every one of my tax dodging friends are desperate to get their shit in order. And so things are busy and wild. Very informative. Thanks, Steve. Uh, whenever you need uh, information on tax dodging behaviors, in contact me or your friends in the Curaçao Islands or Canary <laughs> Islands or wherever you have, like, let's say, relaxed fig uh, financial behaviors. And Steve will give you more of that information later on in the episode. Yeah, Steve, if you want to drop your Gmail at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. If I'm very enthusiastic about losing my job, maybe. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> we got content coming up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Keep tuned. You know, Steve, we, we had we had Matt on the podcast the other week, and he says he's coming for your crown. He knows you've been on twice. That's why I called him a contender. Oh, shit. Wait, which Matt? Matt? Which Matt? Matt, Matt Dorn? Yeah, yeah Matt oh, Dorn. He can have my crown. He's such a nice human being. Well, this he's is taking it. That's the opposite of the energy that we got from Matt last time. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's coming for you, man. Okay, that's weird. That's going to be like a one, one of those fights where one person's trying to fight and the other one's just trying to kind of hug it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird energy to bring to a fight. Okay, I'm interested in that. <laughs> and we'll be there to podcast it, Coy. <laughs> it will be a great, great episode. Yeah, if you, if you guys can commentate on like the weird kind of behaviors of like, uh, to be honest, I've not seen Matt in a while, but like I've kind of put on weight since then. So like, I'm guessing one overweight, one kind of middleweight kind of person. Hmm. <laughs> this shit's getting cut. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Steve. This is all getting cut. <laughs> I dare put this in. We love Matt. He's too, he's too nice. We couldn't do that to him. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I've got a chance then. Yeah, you might do it. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> we've all reached a certain point in life now. We're all gradually getting chunkier. It's happening. I never thought it would. What the fuck, dude? It's crazy, no? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like it just clicked overnight, you know. For for me, it was for me it was going from like bartending nightlife to nine to five office life, and it's like holy fuck. Yeah, same. I put on like nearly thirty kilograms in that shit. It's it's um I'm not I'm not eating you know seven hundred calories a day and doing fairly intense cardio for nine hours. Like mm -hmm. it's quite quite a shift. Mate, it's crazy. Especially now I'm like sitting down for a bunch of hours in a day and then getting home and sitting down for further hours. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're here to talk about tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do me the honor, Steve. Tell me what what you what are you playing at? Well, I've been playing a game where I take a bunch of drugs and pretend to be a cop. 
Oh yeah. So obviously from that description I've been playing Frog Detective. Oh yeah. <laughs> My brother will be thrilled and then swiftly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been playing Disco Elysium where I've actually been it's kind of weird, like in terms of like the character you're given at the start, it feels like you probably should be on a bunch of drugs and drinking the whole time. But I, I played my guy very straight as a cup. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great game though. Goddamn. It it really is. It's an all-timer for me, for sure. I dabbled in some morally grey areas. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, of course you did. You're well <laughs> Certainly dabbled. Yeah. Yeah. What, what cements it for me as like a really complex and interesting game is the fact that like I completed it with the way that I did it, and I immediately wanted to like do the thing where you Google, okay, how did everyone else play this game, or yeah, yeah. whatever, like all the other endings, and it's surprisingly hard to stumble across the different ways that people have done it, because I guess in, or in order to see the different paths throughout the game, you actually have to visually go through a whole bunch of other paths and like that's right yeah you know what man you and i were like when you finished the game you and i had a quick little chat about it yeah, um, yeah. over whatsapp and i went to go like refresh myself on what the endings were because we we had pretty similar endings you uh, it I think sounds like it. yeah it sounds like we had similar endings yeah 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 definitely but when i went to go refresh myself on like what the possible endings could be like the wiki is pretty scant i wonder if they left it like purposely vague or they have a hard time conveying the different endings because it's not like ending slides at the end of like a you know fallout new vegas or whatever you know, it's a, it's a sequence with a bunch of resolutions and things happen and stuff. Before we go into it any further, actually, did you finish Disco Elysium? You know I didn't. Oh, yeah, so. fucking... I got, I got never to day games. two, essentially, in the, yeah. the storyline. But you loved it, though, didn't you? Yeah, what I played, I, I certainly did. Yeah, we spoke about it on this podcast, haven't we? Yeah, I know. Why haven't you finished it, mate? Because I've played other games since, man. Why don't you just not play other games and just fin play that one game? Because... I gotta be in the right mood to play that game. That's fair. That's fair. It's it's like a it's a slow rhythm for me. What like I I only ever picked it up when I knew that I had at least two to three hours ahead of me blank. For sure. Yeah. It's it's a commitment. Like and you kind of want to immerse yourself in it as well. Like you can't really just dip a little toe in. For sure. For sure. And definitely when I got towards the end, when I could see the end path coming. I felt a bit guilty for like intentionally ignoring some of the side quests that I wanted to see play out, but it's like, mm. I don't know, the main thrust of the actual kind of the main plot kind of forced me a bit to kind of uh, push myself towards the end of that whole section thing. Yeah. But there were definitely, there were a ton of side things that I wanted to finish off before I finished, but I couldn't kind of, I don't know, it just felt right within what the characters should be doing and within the, the overall like momentum of the story. I mean, the game and the writing itself is so good for that. Like everything feels natural, everything, like the, even the mechanics of the game, not just the writing, but even the mechanics of the game really lead themselves to like uh, a natural way of storytelling that you can't help but buy into. And like, you know, you make poor decisions and instead of safe scumming, the game almost sort of it makes you counteract your your normal gaming behaviors and you just have to you want to live with the decisions that you've made you know yeah for sure I think that's really fair and true and that's pretty much how i played it like I've, i did some really dubious shit in my playthrough like for instance uh you know so i'll, I'll talk about what i know and like that's would say just day one just as you start you're in in debt to that bar manager oh yeah, right? yeah that's to right. the bar or whatever that you trashed yeah and uh there's a lady in a wheelchair who's so close by and um well there's a thing that's like flip flip the bird to the bar manager when he's like i'll pay your bill so i flipped the, flipped him the bird oh, of course little did i know 
my guy was gonna fucking fly through the air like Max Payne with <laughs> while flipping the bird <laughs> straight into that lady in a wheelchair. And I was like, that was not my fucking intentions oh, really? at all. <laughs> but that, those are the, the the that's the choice. The I made. consequences I, I've got to live with now. Yeah. I did that, <laughs> so yeah. that's it. I, I I did not do that. <laughs> but yeah, you could save scum that for sure. I think that would be really easy because that's quite drastically not what i wanted to do knock this poor lady out of her wheelchair but yeah i I didn't i just kind of carried on and i think that is kind of like the beauty of that game yeah definitely definitely. that's interesting i mean like i didn't knock her out of her wheelchair but i definitely like guilt tripped her into giving me a bunch of money jesus dude (laughs) (laughs) oh i played this game straight (laughs) i'll take bribes though wait when you say you played it straight did you play it like as as a cop as a cop would do or as a drunkard would do (laughs) those two kind of go hand in hand i would imagine true i completely avoided substances yeah me too but I allowed myself the flexibility of being weird when it suited me. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So the game is kind of pretty weird in places. Um, Mm. It's got some wacky choices. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely confused my very straight-laced partner at times. Like, sometimes I just offered to completely pull down my trousers and shove my thumb up my ass in the oh, pers- yeah. <laughs> in the pursuit of finding some ultimate truth which he just yeah. drastically said look what no stop doing that Disco <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elysium is probably one of those games that I don't know if I would play it in front of a partner yeah I mean my partner definitely watched me playing it and just she's either accused me of being weird or just generically a bad cop so like uh yeah it's either just you're just a bad detective or just you're just weird what are you doing i mean can you play that game and actually be a good detective though because fuck it's so hard probably like on your second playthrough probably you can the plot is kind of convoluted enough and there's enough like intentionally twisty turny things where like it probably is only on your second playthrough that you know enough about what's happening that you can try and force things in a way that lets you be like perfect detective boy. Yeah, like yeah. a competent officer. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Really, really good game though. Really impressive. Amazing game. Praise on the game's writing. We're, I don't think we're going to tread any new ground by saying it's really well written. Like that's <laughs> that's kind of done. That ship sailed. But generally, yeah, like. Testament to how well it's written is the fact that I'm struggling to find brief synopses of how the other endings go in the game because mm. I'd imagine that they're complex enough and they take enough kind of other choices throughout the course of the game that you can't just briefly say, well, you could do this at the end and this happens. Like, the other courses throughout the game seem to be complex enough to where you would need a longer explanation of the choices that led to that decision. Yeah, I, and I can I can think of few games that, you know, fit that requirement. Mm, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, like, the kind of computer role-playing game genre i'm fairly ignorant on so i don't know like like planescape torments or whatever like a lot of the influences of this one i'm fairly ignorant on so i can't say for sure how much within that genre it's revolutionizing anything i i, w- I would say that's probably my main genre so i, I yeah i've got a lot of love for this game just because it does some pretty crazy things with like you know video games as a as a way to convey a narrative you know using using mm-hmm. gameplay using skills and stuff to tell a story it's brilliant man it's it's absolutely fantastic yeah for sure i mean i can't disagree i just also you know when like you feel like if i drink a cider it's like well this is a good cider for me i don't know ciders i don't know for me this is a case of like okay this is a really really good game and i love the storytelling i love the narrative playing whatever but i'm also not huge enough within that specific genre of like 
it's a CPRG or whatever they call it, right? A computer model. Yeah, CRPG. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like within that specific genre, I don't want to. I don't want to claim that it's super revolutionary because. I don't really know. Well, I do want to claim that, Stephen. If you've got a problem with me, you can take it up outside, frankly. Mate, oh, fisticuffs. I wouldn't have quite. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> He's got a lot of reach on him, that boy. Tall drink of water. Actually, I take it back. I want to see this happen. Well, t- I want to see you guys fisticuffs and well, over Primus or something. I don't know, a bit of Primus in the background. Greased up in our underpants. Yeah, in a fucking uh, like, paddling pool. Oh, yeah, we, we've, got, we've got an evening now, gentlemen. Yeah. Naked in front of a fireplace. There is something awkward about two guys that don't want to be in a fight forced to be in a fight <laughs> there was a point where like there was like a kid at school there was a kid i was at school with that I was kind of friends with that like through weird circumstances we ended up just being in a fight that got weirdly like organized almost in an admin kind of way well like you take a punch now it is your turn to punch like a final fantasy 7 fight I'm imagining, like, the fight will commence in this square area. Not a foot will be placed outside. (laughs) (laughs) Lee's exactly got it. We had to meet up at a certain place. And then, like, when we met, it was this thing of, like, all right, what do we do? Like, literally, he he rang my doorbell. (laughs) And then we walked together to the fight. Did you hold hands? Like, not really. But it was just this weird thing of, like, right, let's walk together to where we're supposed to fight. Yeah. There was, like, maybe five (laughs) minutes of us just, like, throwing verbal language at each other. And then say you were like yeah okay it wasn't like just in silence you know giving each other <laughs> no, a bit of it's just, just weird though man it was weird it was this weird thing of like neither of us really wanted to fight but it was this weird thing that just got built up so much that like a bunch of people were gonna come and watch so we just felt obliged to have a fight <laughs> Did you win, Steve? Did anybody win? Neither of us really won. Basically, like, the rules were, like, whoever cries or draws blood first loses. (laughs) (laughs) What what about if someone, right, what happened if someone got a busted, broken nose and the other person started crying simultaneously? (laughs) Is that a draw? That's kind of basically what happened. We're like... No way. Yeah, yeah. So basically, like, we ended up in this weird... Because neither neither of us could... I mean, we we were, like, 12 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of us know how to actually fight. So we ended up in some weird, like, anti-UFC grapple hold on the floor. Right. (laughs) What's an anti-UFC grapple hold, Steve? It's where where you're not touching and you're standing on opposite ends of the arena. (laughs) No, no, no. It's like... It's like a kind of like choke hold, except neither of us are actually choking each other. We're just kind of rolling about. Are you also like back to back as well? I don't know. How much Man, right dude, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's this thing of like our bodies were kind of like interlocked, but in like neither a sexual nor fighting way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, we kind of combined. You know got what? Disco Elysium's Ryan's got nothing on you. So what happened was basically, I think he might hit me on my nose and that I might like made me kind of like a bit like fuzzy in the face. He took that as, okay, you're now crying, I've won. So the, he then ran down the road to his house because his house was like super near where we were fighting. Wait, so he won the fight and then immediately ran away? I don't know. It's that weird teenager logic of like, right, I've, I've ended this as quickly as possible. Let's just end this. And he ran down the road to his house. <laughs> I, th- I, I mean, I can't imagine this. This would not have been satisfying for anyone watching who came to watch this fight. I don't know, man. I think I would have enjoyed watching it. You know what's fucked up though, right? There were some kids in the year above. They tried to give the guy I was fighting a knife at one point. Whoa, shit. Because yeah, like if the, the guys in the year above were just trying to stir some mad shit, they were trying to give him like a, a fucking Stanley knife. 
we went on a school trip to germany once and we went to like this i don't know like a historical village kind of thing and for some reason the gift shop sold like knives okay. right? <laughs> so someone is over to the shop goes and buys a knife and he comes over it's like just bought a knife it's like whoa he just bought a knife holy fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. It out and it's this like little tiny little saber it looks like but half of it was handle and half of it was blade okay yeah yeah like a letter basically like a letter opener and he, he was the coolest kid for the rest of school god damn it takes so little yeah <laughs> it sure does <laughs> this episode is dedicated to you knife guy yeah knife guy <laughs> or like weird higher year stanley knife enthusiastic boy <laughs> You know, I only found out the other day that, you know, like those notches on a Stanley knife? Yeah. It's supposed to like break there. They're there for a reason. Yeah, because the blade gets dulled and you just snap mm. it off and then you keep moving it up. I believe that's... I don't know, man. For me, for me, a Stanley knife is for like slicing bits of cardboard or whatever in like class or just homemade circumcisions. Whoa, jeez, dude. I thought we'd already reached like a pretty bad thing when we started saluting knife wielders, but damn. Came in hot with that one, man. I know. <laughs> little sneaky little bit of darkness. All right. Uh, so <laughs> speaking of darkness, any anything else to add to uh, disc- about Disco Elysium, Steve? Or Nothing's, Nothing specific about Disco Elysium. I did want to mention... I mean, it's not specifically what I've been playing, but have, have you you heard the uh, the news that Hideo Kojima was the assassin of the Japanese oh, ex-president? Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I think it was started in France. I think it started maybe on fucking of all places, 4chan. Thank you, yeah. 4chan. Horrible cesspool that it is. Yep. No, I think it started in <laughs> France. There was like a French minister that like tweeted some picture of Hideo Kojima with a Che Guevara t-shirt surrounded yeah. by guns. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing's like insane. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. It's terrible, but it's really good. But yeah, like uh, they tweeted some picture of him with a Che Guevara t-shirt with something about left-wing people killing people. And then some uh, right-wing Republican person, I don't know who it was. I need to probably look it up. I don't remember who it was. Some guy in America tweeted, yeah, like the left kills this is what the left is capable of. And yeah, with a picture of Hideo Kojima <laughs> surrounded by his guns. So good. <laughs> uh, yeah, accusing him of uh, the murder of, well, the murder slash assassination of uh, Abe. Shinzo Abe, yeah. Did you yeah. see, oh, this is kind of tasteless, but did you see the weapon that he used? It's fucking mad, yeah. It looks like something out of Fallout, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. That whole situation's mad. I don't really have much to say. I'll be honest, I don't really want to talk about weapons (laughs) in any form. I'd rather move on if we can. Okay, what about trick weapons? Trick weapons? Yeah, I've been playing uh, Bloodborne. Oh, very good. That's a very nice uh, segue there, so I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Instead of trick weapons that are homebrewed assassination for ex-prime-ministers, these are trick weapons that you press L1 and you switch between a long-range or short-range version of. But yeah, basically, I never completed the DLC for Bloodborne, so I thought, alright, well, there's like a bit of a uh, downtime in games that are kind of new and interesting to play, I thought I'd get back into Bloodborne and start leveling up a character with a name to going into the DLC and killing off the bosses there. The DLC bosses for Bloodborne are the only main named Soulsborne bosses that have eluded me so far. Okay, so what is Bloodborne? It's an enemy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play as uh, Goku. Yeah. I fucking hate you, guys. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, you play as Vic- Victorian Goku. Yeah. I mean, it essentially is that you are 
constantly going Super Saiyan. Yeah, it is Victorian Lovecraft anime. So how far are you uh, into it, Steve? Oh, mate, super early. I've killed uh, Father Gascoigne and the Cleric Beast. I've started leveling up a bit. I'm going to go kill Vicar Amelia, and then I'm going to look online how to fast track my way to the uh, Geek store in the DLC. And oh, then you use... always do that, Steve. That's that's your number one trick for Bloodborne. That's your real yeah. trick weapon. <laughs> you had the Whirligig saw in a Elden Ring as well, if I remember rightly. I did for a good while, yeah. I had the kind of saw thing in one hand and then a big hammer in the other, and I was just kind of jumping at people. Mm. And it's really fucked up to go from Elden Ring to Bloodborne where you can't jump attack people. It feels like something's missing. I agree that I actually did play a little bit of Bloodborne post playing Elden Ring and uh, didn't get very far into it, man. I, I didn't even get to... I beat Cleric Beast, but I didn't get to Gascoigne uh, just because I was mm. like, nah, actually, nah, I'm done. I'd rather probably go back and play a bit more Elden Ring. But it's weird, though, like Elden Ring... Elden Ring was like amazing the first time through because everything is such a mystery, but then the second time through, I've noticed, like, because I've kind of started a new character and I've gotten a decent amount of the way through. Like, I've got a few of the hard endgame bosses, but I've not gone through the main endgame story areas. But, like, because as soon as you've been through the first time, you know that probably most of those little catacombs or the dungeon areas, generally most of them don't give you anything super interesting. Yeah. Definitely. But discovering all that stuff. The first time through, discovering all that stuff is super interesting. Are we still talking about Elden Ring? Yeah. All right. We, we can't talk any more about Elden Ring, boys. Tell me what happens in this anime. <sighs> Wait. So it's the person who's spoken about fucking vampire survivors more than we have collectively about fucking <laughs> Elden Ring. Yeah. I don't know. Just my, my overall thoughts on Elden Ring is like, it's a weird thing where like, once you know what the main kind of beats are, it's weird and kind of disappointing how much of that game you can skip. Did you boys see the Namco Bandai leak? No, I didn't. I only know what you told me about in the message. We didn't look like at it A year and a half until Elden Ring DLC? Well, that's that's what I was about to say. I'm quite looking forward to seeing what will come out with the DLC. I don't Wait, imagine... one year and a half? Be... Yeah, it's like 18 months till, till uh, the DLC, I think. Yeah, done. Yeah, it's quite a long time, but I've got fucking loads of games to get through in that time, so I'll probably be all right. Although, there's not that many games coming out for the rest of this year that I want to play, but luckily with that PlayStation Extra thing, I've got access to shit loads of games that I didn't before. Maybe Vampire Survivors will come out on PlayStation. Really? Maybe. That, oh, you, you just... <laughs> I mean, it's definitely possible. I'm expecting, what's it called? Loop Hero first, though. Is Loop Hero not on PS5? No. Damn. Little fucking... fucking why is that game not on PS5? Absolute trash console. It is, it is a strange decision. They were just like... You can't call it a trash console. I just did, Steve. I spent too much money on it for you to call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fisticuffs! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, do you wanna? Do you wanna ask? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where is Koi for you? Is, is he that way or that way? He's in, he's in the middle. He's to your left. That way. That way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on. Ask him. Ask me, Steve. Okay. So, Koi, what have you been playing? Um. Oh, I don't know. Let me check my list. I can't remember. 
Fuck you, man. Come on. I asked a real pleasant. I asked a real friendly. Like, <laughs> short turned rather fast, dude. <laughs> 40 seconds into my podcast and he already can't stand me. <laughs> yeah, man. So, what have you been playing? <laughs> Fuck it out. All right, I'll tell you what I've been fucking playing. Uh, ah, ah, don't forget the app. You know, it's so important and there's no beat. We have this problem all the time, to be fair. Maybe we should just change the name. Oh, I don't have to pay for the artwork again. Nah, no, you're right. Admin. <laughs> such, such admin. Um, I've been playing some video games this week. I've got a few to talk about. First one I'd like to talk about is a game called Monster Sanctuary. Has anybody heard of it? You know what? The name does ring a bell. Is it in the Monster Hunter family? Um, basically, it's uh, side-scrolling platforming Pokemon. I like the sound of that so far. You probably would like it, I mean. Mm. It's, it's sort of 16-bit graphics. The platforming is not amazing. It's, it's kind of loose, really. Are there RPG elements to the Pokemon? Like, well, do they level up? Yeah, so um, this is one of the things that um, turned me off of it in the end. You, you take three monsters into every battle. Mm-hmm. And you can have like 20 monsters or something in your collection. And each monster has like its own skills, like on a skill tree. And so they level up and get a skill point. And each monster also has its own equipment. So the problem is, as you level up, each monster levels up like, say, every fight. And there's like loads of level spam, loads of item spam. And it's like, it's it's too much. It's overwhelming. I think that's just probably because you're in the early days of the game, though. I can imagine that's something that really would peter out pretty quick. Well, I'm not in the early days anymore because I refunded it. Because <laughs> you were in the early days then. Um... Yeah, is it maybe something where like later on in the game, you end up just knowing, okay, all this shit is bullshit. I'm just going to sell all this stuff or whatever. Yeah, that may, that may well be true. Yeah, I was just sort of like sticking the first items on naked characters, you know, like it was uh, just that admin kind of thing what was it called again monster storm monster sanctuary all right <laughs> <laughs> close okay yeah sure i like the difference between sanctuary and storm yeah <laughs> um yeah played about half an hour of it got really really thrown off by the item span moved on pretty quickly do you know what do you know what platforms it's on is it just pc or? there's like some on the bottom some are slightly higher up some are further apart some you got to jump between <sighs> <laughs> Zero energy for that bullshit. Do you know what? I'm not even interested anymore, nor are the listeners. Let's, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, what are the games? Uh, Vampire Survivors, I played a little bit more of that this week. There's a new patch that dropped. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played the forest as well. I played a bit of the forest. Wait, the uh, the kind of crafty way, the crafting thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a survival in the in a forest. Yeah, yeah. You're a, yeah, on survival an in, in a forest. You're in a plane crash. Um, there's little spooky, spooky boys. Um, you go have a look around and little spooky spooky boys come and chase after you. Little cannibal boys. Yeah, yeah. How much does that impact your ability to just kind of chill and build stuff? Quite a lot. Yeah, it, exponentially. Quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I don't like about the forest, actually. Yeah, yeah same. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, are you going to basically express the same? What I have an issue with is, I think I've said it before, but, you know, it's all, it's all good for a couple of days and then 
around about day five or so, three or five, it you just start kicks off, getting man. like big fucking annoying enemies chasing you, and it becomes a bit too combat intensive, and you have to like run to survive. Yeah, but that's the thing; it's not even combat intensive. It's fucking run the fuck away intensive. Like there's yeah. nothing you can do. Essentially, yeah. Like unless you spent those first few days building like traps and shit, like there's mm. not really much you can do. But you can like build like spiky things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they run into them, they smash into them they're yeah, pretty the effective starting like axe takes so long to cut down those trees like it, it's a fucking it's a chore mm. and like i mean you know me i love like resource gathering building silly little you know custom defenses when i first played it i was really enjoying the f- how it flowed for the first few days mm. but uh it's, it's just how quickly it ramps up in terms of enemy difficulty that kind of took all the the fun of that element away from, mm. from it from me really yeah, yeah for sure for sure um i played yeah i played probably up until about the uh, day six day seven and just got completely overwhelmed and it felt a little bit cheap to me um and then the difficulty was too much i died by accidentally walking into my own campfire and i, I put it down <laughs> the campfire put you down yes exactly yeah whilst my avatar stood there screaming and i closed the game and moved on with my life and i played a wee little game called dj max respect five <laughs> I saw the cover art on Game Pass, kind of like this kind of intriguing sort of abstract representation of a letter. And I thought, oh, I'm a really poncy fuck. That might really appeal to me. And I downloaded it um, and it turned out to be an anime rhythm game. I mean, really, how are you expecting this to be like poncy in any kind of way? The icon looks like a, like, I mean. What's it called again, Koi? What, DJ Max Respect 5? <laughs> I forget what the icon is. On a scale is. of one to five, how much respect do you give this game? Very little. <laughs> On a scale of one to five, you give it very little. Maybe maybe zero point two. Oh wow, well, okay. that is very little. Yeah, it was very kind. It was just it was just bad. Like it's it's you know it's the first like objectively bad game I played. So what kind well. of rhythm game was it? It was it like a Guitar Hero, but like. <laughs> Yeah, you have there's like, notes coming down. So there's the five five lanes and like little white bars come across, and you have to press the buttons on your keyboard. But it's not like it's not really kind of all that in time with the music. Oh really? It's pretty loose with like the oncoming beats. Like you, if you listen to the music, you'll have a hard time. Like you should be watching the screen. It's, right. it's yeah. It's, it's is just. Is it like um? Is it like uh trying to play Parappa the Rapper on a HD TV where like. Like like PS One rhythm games, you can't trust the rhythm visually anymore because like SCART. Yeah, the frame rate doesn't match the CPU rate or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like SCART cables and stuff send the signal at a different rate than like the HDMI now interprets the signal. It was as if that was the case. Yeah. Well, actually, no, it's not that bad. It's just it's just bad. Like it's just off enough to really throw you. Like I don't know if it's like maybe like you know we're we're all musicians. Maybe it's just like okay, I'm I'm looking to count to the beat, and maybe if you didn't have that sort of instinct, you'd probably be a bit better at it. But it, yeah, it's just off enough to just like really throw a wibble on you on every fucking note coming at you. And and, and the soundtrack is absolutely atrocious as well. Well, what's the music like? Like the only word I can use to describe it is like lolicon. No, I was thinking anime was the word yep, I was thinking. I mean, that's pretty like, much yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I said. Just like, uh, yeah. I use, yeah, I use that as a description for the word, but I was thinking like <laughs> what you were uh, for the game even, but what I was thinking was um, 
anime intros, anime outros, specifically those oh, kinds of songs. It's like which you're not so familiar with because you don't watch them. But I can imagine it was exactly that kind of shit. Man. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it, it, you, even you would dislike it. Lee. I think it's oh, like yeah. it's like bad anime. Anime, I understand. I don't know what you said. Oh, Lollicon. He said it was Lolly <laughs> Lollicon, didn't you? Oh gosh. Like, okay. Yeah. Probably best you don't know, to be honest, Steve. Like, just it's better to live in ignorance. Oh man. Okay. I guess, yeah, I, I can understand it gets worse, but I also, I'm happy with where I am. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the best place to be, Steve. Just stay there, honestly. It's, it's nice over there. Cool. Right on. So after DJ Legend, Max Rep 5, whatever it was, yeah. uh, what, what was next? Uh, last Call BBS. Oh, oh I've heard, do you know what? I've, I've heard fun to, things about yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard this is good. How did you find it? Well, I played about an hour of it. Yeah. Right. And so far, so um, if anybody's unfamiliar with the concept, like you play as somebody who gets sent like an old, you know, imitation Atari console or something like that, like an old rare console. I don't, I don't know, whatever. Like your view is like a computer screen. You're looking at the monitor for this like old retro niche console. Do you see? Do you see like the case of the monitor? Are you no. like looking, or is it as if the monitor is your screen? Yes, exactly. Yeah, that, the same. Okay. One. Yeah. So you've got like your desktop. You've got some desktop icons. You've got a little phone kind of thing that you can get messages from, like from the from the guy that sent you the console. So you click on the desktop. You can run Solitaire. It, the system settings are like the actual settings for the game. Um, nice little touch there. And then you've got like a, a web browser and something else. I can't remember what the other one is. I don't think I've used it yet. Yeah, and I've, I've played a couple of games of Solitaire, and, and nothing's happened yet. But I think it's. I just think it's going to kick off. Like I could be, I could be totally wrong. But I think what's going to happen is I'm going to download some of the games, going to make progress in them, and some and like you get like messages from the guy that sent you the console, and I just think it's just going to go down a bit of a path, you know. I feel like it either could or it super couldn't. Yeah, like it might yeah. just be a super chill. Weird... Yeah, is it is the game just like a collection of little mini games just yeah. delivered in, uh, in like a retro package? Yeah, yeah, that I mean, could so be far, just yeah. the game, but I mean, that, it that could, could be. be it. it could be. You're honest. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. We could come like we could come back to this next week and just be, uh, just be like, yeah, that went nowhere. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all the games I've played this week. <laughs> someone, someone say something funny or outrageous. Shay's not here. <laughs> I was worried about uh, my sweats today because I was worried because I was wearing pale jeans. I was worried that my bum would get so sweaty that it looked like I'd had a leaky poo. That's quite a thing to worry about, to be honest, Steve. Did I just hear complaining in the background? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> ah, dude, whatever. Her, sh her shame is my fame. Yeah, and now ours too. Well, Steve, Steve is probably going to have carried this because I've not got much to talk about this week. <laughs> so we should let Steve talk more. We were got to the end of his section. We should just let him carry on. I did meet a. Um, I was drinking with a Portuguese guy from the IT department, mm. and he's like, "Is you know when you meet someone and they're like super friendly, you get to know them, whatever. It's like, oh, okay, this could be a new friendy buddy guy. And then the more he gets to speak with them, it's like, oh, okay, you're weirdly kind of right wing, huh?" So like it's, it becomes this weird thing of like, especially when it's people you work with and it's like, mm, we can't really be angry with each other all day and we can't just afford to be dickheads with each other. But also like... I'm, I'm really lucky, man. Like pretty much everybody in my department aligns with me politically. Yeah. Okay. It's really, it's really weird. Um, I mean, I love it, but yeah, um, I've ne never really had this situation before. Actually, having said that, you don't tend to meet very many extremely right-wing people in the service industry. No, like, fair. Our, our time at like there was nobody that was like, you know, well, I mean, apart from... Well, never mind. I'm not. I'm not going to say. It. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. It's like, okay, I'm curious about that. Shades of leaves. Shades of leaves. Shades of leaves.
Yeah, again, disappointing. You've been playing Isaac again. I wish, I wish. It's even more disappointing than that, really. I've I've committed a cardinal sin, gentlemen. Well, confess it. I've got my partner into Everdale. Oh, this happened ages ago. I know about this. She is obsessed these days. Oh, she it's was, getting play, worse yeah, she and was worse. playing around here last night. Do you know, I've yeah. been playing it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, I don't know, I think I'm like 80 days into it at this point. Around the Dale in 80 days. I think... My partner's like 30, 35 days. Like stepping out, fair enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice little comment. Well done, Quinn. <laughs> Pat on the back. Thank you. But yeah, she's been playing it for like, I don't know, 30, 35 days, something like that. And she's on her way to catching up with me, which yeah. is insane because she's just playing it too much. I thought I thought you couldn't play it too much. I thought you had like a bunch of shitty timers. You said you can only play for like two minutes at a time or something. Yeah, but if you play it two minutes at a time every hour... Oh, okay. Right. So, <laughs> sorry, Steve. Um, Everdale is like a really horrible mobile game. Everything's on a timer, like we are now. Yeah, okay. Like Farmville-y kind of... Yeah, it's basically Farmville. Yeah, that's pretty okay. spot on. Yeah, yeah it's not... Think... To be honest, it's not too far, afield, too far from Farmville, but I guess... The only thing it's got going with it is the fact that it's not just your tasks, it's like communal tasks. Uh, so you're all kind of like working together to get these things done. Do you know what? I'm not going to actually talk about Everdale this episode. You are not lucky gonna... Shay is not here, mate. You have been skirting the line this week, boy. Really fully taking advantage of Steve being here. <laughs> Shay would not have this. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. I'll have to talk about it more next week. <laughs> no, go on. Take, seize your opportunity, man. No, no, that's it. I just wanted to let you know that I've, I've done bad yeah. <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have got my partner involved on this game shouldn't have done it anyone listening to this learn from my mistakes don't invite your partner to play you get this game you've not seen her in three weeks barely do man i only know she's awake because i see her online on everdale there, there is chat in there isn't yeah there? it's like a chat and it tells you when you're on someone's online yeah. so it's got she like, ever like send you like baby gets a cup of tea oh no no because it, it's not like a private chat it would be uh, like everyone could see i put that in the group chat yeah well you know, you say that, but you were part of that group chat and you did not say, baby, baby, get that cup of tea. <laughs> so I'd actually been a bit of a hypocrite there. <laughs> so uh, my big news this week, I did finish Yakuza. Ooh. I have spoken about this game for several weeks, Steve, so I don't know how much you know about it, but I will be lying on the details. Yeah, yeah. No, you can be kind of v- vaguely brief. Are you familiar with Yakuza Like a Dragon, Steve? Uh, yeah, it's a turn-based kind of JRPG kind of thing. It's, it's a, a yeah. massive departure from the rest of the series, essentially. It, it, it was, is a standalone yeah. game. Yeah, it, it was my first uh, entry in the series, and I fucking loved it, man. It's a really top-tier game. I've heard story-wise it's a massive departure in terms of you can play that and you don't need to know anything else. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mechanically, definitely. mechanically, I have no idea how much it about. Uh, it, well, it's turn-based. In, in the... Incredibly, yeah. Like, so the regular Yakuza series is like character action game, you know, it's just an action adventure actually. Like a beat em up kind of Essentially thing. a beat em up think like the bouncer, you know, <laughs> a modern ver- more modern version of the bouncer. I often, I often think of the bouncer. 
don't we don't all? We all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even need to qualify what that game is. Because <laughs> anyone listening to this Everybody knows loves it. The everyone knows it. Seminal game. Can I be honest? Yeah. I don't know what the bouncer is. You're lying, I, Steve. I know. <laughs> Steve, come on. You're no, not bullshit anybody it's a, here, mate. It's, it's a Squaresoft RPG, but I actually don't really know what the fuck the bouncer is. What's your angle here? I'm happy for you to believe that. I don't know. Fisty cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, the normal Yakuza series is an action-adventure game. This is turn-based combat, um, and it's just okay. a standalone game, and it is incredible. Start to finish, really, 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 really good. top game. If I didn't love Elder Ring as much as I did, it would probably be my game of this year so far that I've played. Mm. Um, I think it just yeah. falls behind Elden Ring ever so slightly, but also in a lot of ways it is a better all-round game i think i would agree with that just as an all-round game like there's so much love and attention put into it and i wouldn't say that's not true of elden ring but the love and attention is in the world for me with elden ring some of the enemy design um not all of it to be honest you're not a fan of the lobsters (laughs) weird sniper lobsters yeah, yeah. No, the things that I, I, I wasn't a fan of the fucking hawks or the eagles or whatever. Mm. Great design, <laughs> but oh my god, was I not a fan of that enemy? But um, contrary to that, I love pretty much all the enemies in Yakuza. Like in terms of how they fight against you, it's probably not got the wild variations of like an Elden Ring because of how no, combat no, goes certainly down. Not, no, yeah, yeah. But um, in terms of how it presents those enemies, it is always pushing the boundaries. I think. So yeah, I don't know really what to say about Yakuza. The the, int- the thing is, Shay's playing through it at the moment. Obviously, he's not here this week, but when he finishes it, I guess we'll probably talk more about the ending. Mm, yeah, don't say much, but did you like the ending? I did, yeah, cool. I did. Um, I will, I will, I will throw a few little spoilers out there so i hope you don't mind steve mm, that's fine. but nof- nothing i won't talk about the ending exactly but leading up to the ending you have a fight against kiryu who is the protagonist of the main series that's a pretty big spoiler yeah, <laughs> yeah. i did say i'm gonna throw a spoiler out there <laughs> is that a big sp- uh, yeah that's like a super impressive of spoilers it's not is like it- the last boss but he might as well be because that fight is so much better than actually the last boss fight mm. is, in my opinion. As much as I do love the combat um, in the game, like very little of it was challenging, I would say. But I'm, that's not necessarily a bad thing. For if me. anything, that seems like what you look for in our games. Yeah, course, so. yeah exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. So what else have you been playing? So uh, while we were recording, I mentioned it wasn't while we were not recording. I was talking about the PS Extra. PS essentially game pass for playstation it's called ps extra i'm yeah. sure it was while we were recording anyway mentioned it earlier been playing playing a few of those games recently and one of those games is ghost of tsushima oh no way yeah. oh man oh, i'm looking forward to this coming to pc man i'm having a good time with it personally like you know i loved sekiro first off let me just qualify that it's not sekiro but i fucking love that game and it feels like sekiro with a bit of Batman Arkham Asylum controls mixed in there. Hmm. Steve, have you played Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima? I've played like maybe three hours or so into it, but I honestly, something about it bumps me back. You know, I did the first few kind of main forced missions that you do before it opens up. And then once it opens up as a kind of open world a bit more, then you get to choose a few missions. And I did a couple of those, but something about the combat kind of pushed me back. But I'm not, I wouldn't really, I don't know enough about the combat system to be able to tell you what exactly wasn't clicking with me. 
I will say, Steve, I started this game off on normal and I bumped up to hard and mm. it felt a lot better with the combat. It was a, a bit more punishing. Like It's not one hit kills, but um, mm. it added that little element of challenge to the combat, which kind of, for me anyways, really spiced it up and I was super enjoying that. I mean, to be honest, I um, when the world opened up, I did go off to the further objective that resulted in a big combat encounter that I ended up having to retry like 10 times or so because I kept dying. And something about the combat wasn't quite clicking okay. with me at that point. What, when it opens up though, Steve, combat aside, what do you think of the game? Because I think visually it's striking. Yeah, visually it's really pretty. And, uh, Great use of colours. Yeah, yeah. A lot, lot of forestry and things, you know, and that's typical sort of... The, one, the style that they've gone for is like a Kurosawa sort of thing. Like that Kurosawa mode is even like an option in the menu for... That tickles me just right, man. Yeah, it's a real nice thing. Like, I'm not sure how much what they... What is Kurosawa mode? <laughs> what is Kurosawa mode? I think it... it's literally just black and white. Isn't it? It's black and white. <laughs> and I, I think it has, like, the occasional fixed camera angle as well. Oh, um, okay, that's I'm not neat. Sure, that's neat. I, I like think that. So. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know enough about that. I think I heard, like, someone talk about it when it first came out. I'm Does sure it have, like, mentioned. Tarantino mode and it just shows, like, just a, the camera switches immediately down to the feet? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and the dialogue goes on like five lines more than it needs. <laughs> Both great ideas. I'm loving it so far, gentlemen. So as you're running through the forest, quite well. I mean, there's just like a lot of forests everywhere so far in the world. That it, well, I've not been everywhere that I have been, but they use color really well. You have been everywhere that you have been. And no, I haven't been everywhere. Okay. But the place that I have been, um, it's all been forest. That's what I meant. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they'll have like. A whole forest of like yellow leaves golden leaves and shit and then it moves into like bright red and like it uses Ooh. colors like that really striking like a, like a big striking biome change yeah, oh nice. i love that shit man yeah nice. that's you're great. like dashing through on your horse and, oh, and then yeah. you're like dashing through like a field of like i don't know what those typical japanese like leafy white things are called but you know but they're, they're like kind of feathery leaves and there'll be like a field of them and like that's where you have your samurai fight in a movie Ooh. sort of thing you know that and you're like dashing through those yeah. kinds of fields on your horse and it feels great as you're running through i think so I, I really don't know much about this game but yeah. i remember like the general buzz i saw online when it came out was it it came out sort of towards the end of the ps4's life cycle is that right it was like one of the like yes. the last like yeah, decent yeah. releases yeah, yeah. the discussion that i'd seen online that it was actually like a fairly middling game but people were just happy that like one last big thing was coming to the ps4 but like everything you've said so far man like i'm in do you know what great. like the, that you are right that was like the general reception initially but if you look it up now it's had a bit more groundswell since and like there's a bit more of a, a following now a lot of people do enjoy this game and i can see why it's no sekiro don't get me wrong i'm not saying it is i wouldn't sekiro want it to be uh, <laughs> <laughs> not really much more to say about it to be honest i'm gonna keep playing it i'm super enjoying it have you uh, have you been to any hot springs yet no i haven't i've, I've found a few little fox things to flop foxes shrines or whatever you need to go to some hot springs and see your uh, hot like man ass right we're gonna have to end it now <laughs> so i can go home and uh see some hot man ass that's it i reckon anything you want to ask no nah. <laughs> that's what i think no 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 you're good <laughs> that's what i think but yeah all right no genuinely though anything you wanted to say no <laughs> okay i thought i thought as much <laughs>
Let me do that Jesus again. Christ. Let me do that again. I didn't have. I had to put it in my mouth. If Shane was here, he'd rip you a new one for that, man. One, two, three, four. You're lucky Shay wasn't here. Yeah, well, Shay's got shit he can say about clapping. That's for sure. <laughs> Is he like a bit of a taskmaster when it comes to the claps? No, he's really bad at them, and he, he's a, he like you. He's a drummer, and he, he can't seem to keep time. Really, really bad at clapping. Like me? Or, no, you're you're good at <laughs> drumming, man. Like Shay must be a bad drummer. I've never seen Shay. Play drums, but if he plays drums, anything like he claps his fucking hands, then Jesus fucking Christ, boys. The problem he's is, he's always practicing his clapping while he's <laughs> drumming, right? It, it makes for a not great drummer, but you'd think his clapping would be better. Mm. I don't know, I don't know where all the energy goes. Not a good clapper.